Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is midweek movie music edition of Ball Don't Lie. That's my man Patrick takes songs from a soundtrack of a movie that inspired him um, and plays those songs for us. And based on these selections, uh, Harge and I are supposed to gather clues and hints that lead us to the feature film of midweek movie music. It only took us the second selection this time around, and we both pretty much got it simultaneously. New Jack City is your featured film. If you have not seen New Jack City, Make make it a point to make see New Jack point. City. Yeah. yeah, it's one of them. It's one of them. You got to watch New Jack City. Uh, Sit your five dollar <laughs> down so I ain't got to make change. For I make change. <laughs> yeah, great scene. That is also another great scene in the movie. Uh, all right, so my mid Patrick always keeping us on our toes with midweek movie music. Let's talk about Lamar Jackson, gentlemen. Um, because Lamar Jackson has been the hot topic of conversation in the sports world for the last 48 hours or so. Um, well, 24 hours. Even before that, though, with 24 hours, definitely since the franchise tag deadline dropped. And the Baltimore Ravens decided to put the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson, which means he can negotiate with other teams. But the Ravens have the ability to match any offer that he agrees on. And if he if they cannot match that offer or they're unwilling to match that offer, the team that he does sign with, they must give up two first round picks um, in order to acquire the rights to Lamar Jackson. Uh, the word on the street is that Lamar Jackson wants a fully guaranteed deal. And so the Ravens are basically playing this game of chicken, if you will. They don't believe that he is going to get a fully guaranteed deal on the open market, probably because they've talked to a few owners. Mm. And um, it, if he gets an offer, obviously, less than a fully guaranteed deal, they can match it. And they match it. They own his rights still. For So it, it, it the basically the... A non-exclusive franchise tag is going to act as a, a mediator between the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, who is negotiating his own deal. We've talked about that. That's probably an issue uh, for him. And honestly, Harge, now looking at it, the latest, and you were out by the time this news broke, uh, several reports from Field Yates and now others confirming that there are now multiple teams who have decided – they are already out of the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. This happened within hours, if not an hour, yep. of the news breaking that he was on the non-exclusive franchise tag. And Field Yates reported, and like I said, we, it was confirmed by other local media outlets and local beat reporters from these uh, teams. Falcons, Dolphins, Panthers, Commanders, and Raiders all reportedly out on Lamar Jackson. So maybe the Ravens were right. (laughs) There would be no market for Lamar Jackson. Well, and that's crazy to me, Rod. I mean, I I did get a chance to listen to you guys yesterday as I was pulling into the stadium, and I was about to call back in because I was like, the thing that bothers me the most is all these teams, all of them, that said that they're out are the main ones that we're talking about. We need to get us a quarterback. We're looking for a quarterback. We need to do this to get ourselves to this level. And here we are today, a quarterback that's a former MVP mm-hmm. who everybody continues to talk about his passing. I, I'm, I'm so that is the lamest conversation that is out there. That's lazy to me because there are so many other quarterbacks that are in this league that don't pass, that don't have the athletic ability that this young man does. 
and he is a former MVP. Mm-hmm. But yet and still, you want me to believe, oh, it's all about his passing. Oh, the way that he goes about it. And I'm. it's a lazy conversation because I thought in the NFL, it didn't matter if you could pass or run or whatever. It was all about wins. And what he does is he wins. Mm-hmm. He wins in spite of the fact that he doesn't have top-notch wide receivers. Mm-hmm. He took this team to the playoffs. And everybody wants to say, well, this isn't what it's about. You need to win games in the playoffs. You need to take your team to the next level. Do we forget for a very long time in the NFL, there was only a few quarterbacks that could have the conversation of being the great ones. And that was Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Those were the only guys that year in and year out, they were playing for championships. Everybody else was just falling in line, finding a way. Yes, we have new quarterbacks that are coming up. Even the fact of the conversation about uh, Aaron Rodgers and how the worth of the money. He won a Super Bowl, but when else has he been there? He did it one time and has never gone back and have lost games where he should have been able to win them because he had home field advantage. And he still didn't win the games. So if the conversation always goes back to, is he going to be a quarterback winning, uh, a Super Bowl winning quarterback? Well, don't forget Joe Flacco was the highest paid quarterback at one time. Where's Joe Flacco now? Where's Joe Flacco? He's a backup in New York. And he was a Baltimore Raven. And they paid him that money. So if it's all about championships and what it is, then why didn't Trent Dilfer get a big contract? Why didn't Rex Grossman, who took his team to the Super Bowl, get a big contract? It's crazy that Daniel Jones, who has never been to the level of what Lamar Jackson has been, gets $40 million and people are still mad about the fact that this is where we are with Lamar Jackson. Oh, he doesn't deserve that money. Daniel Jones deserves $40 million, just like the same way everybody was talking about that. Don't try to give me all this craziness about form and making sure that he does this or does that. It's about wins and losses, and this dude puts you in a position to win every year. Heisman Trophy winning quarterback and an MVP in the NFL. Come on, man. Stop it. Yeah, it's just interesting that, you know, I'm not saying that teams need to give to sh- give him what he wants, of course. I mean, no, no, that's fully, not what I'm saying. He wants a yeah. fully guaranteed deal. Uh, but for teams to admit and with with the swiftness, <laughs> all right, for them to admit openly and, re- and to reporters, no, no, we're not interested. We're out on Lamar Jackson, an MVP caliber quarterback who's just 26 years old, as Patrick pointed out yesterday. He's still really, really young and in his prime. That's crazy because we just watched Deshaun Watson. Hello? A guy with 22, I would say, he had multiple allegations of sexual misconduct, but 22 lawsuits against him. It was 22 (laughs) lawsuits, but he had multiple allegations of sexual misconduct. But 22 law, and like I said, no charges, we get all that, but that was still baggage. That was a lot of baggage. And it wasn't necessarily the face of your organization. It was a lot of baggage for a guy of his ilk, and you were going to try to, you know, spend a lot of money on that guy and make him the long term answer for your organization. And we just watched him get a fully guaranteed deal 
without playing a season prior to that because he essentially decided he didn't want to play for the Texans. And he was protesting. And then the uncertainty of if he was going to be able to play the next season because he was going to be dealing with an NFL disciplinary issue of some kind based off whatever the NFL decided at that time. So, Side note, Deshaun Watson also has had two ACL surgeries. No, and as, and as, I was going to get to that point, too. Thank you very much. Uh, also, he's a dual-threat quarterback. Exactly. You want to say that the dual-threat quarterback issue is the big issue is because, oh, no, Lamar Jackson plays the game a certain way, and that is going to decrease his value. Well, Deshaun Watson plays the game also the very same way. As a Texas a fan, I watched all those, do. and they still he still got the money, which is why the NFL just wants to disregard the Deshaun Watson contract as an outlier. Now, it does show you that the NFL, and nothing against the NFL, this is how a lot of corporations operate, they have a money compass and not a moral compass because to them, the baggage of a quarterback of like Lamar Jackson who wants a fully guaranteed deal, that – is to them more troublesome than a quarterback, also in his prime like Deshaun Watson, who had 22 <laughs> lawsuits against him and allegations of sexual misconduct. Come on, man. But that's the truth. No, I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying you. I'm saying period. Because the, the truth for the NFL teams, you're thinking those 22 lawsuits or those those allegations of sexual misconduct, they don't affect my salary cap. Right, right, right. I hate to say it like that, but that's just the real. That's how they bring it up. Yeah, they both have baggage, but that doesn't affect the salary cap. So for Lamar Jackson, who in his prime, twenty six years old, his baggage, if you will, that he's carrying now is he wants a fully guaranteed deal, and he's, he doesn't have an agent. That's the biggest thing his, for me, and I've been saying that from are, yeah. the very beginning. So just look at it's it like, like looking like quarterbacks. Both of them have tremendous baggage. His baggage, Lamar Jackson's now is. No team wants to take on the fully guaranteed deal. Call it collusion. Call it what you want. Say it. It's Lamar Jackson's playing style. Call it what you want, whatever. Um, but also, he's, he's his own agent, and that's working against him too. Yeah, that's it, the biggest thing for me is, is him being his own agent because now, like I've been saying, there's no buffer. There's nobody that could come to him and sugarcoat it for him. He's having to hear this face-to-face, and there'll be a grudge that'll be there. And if it, even if the to, to what we've been talking about, even if a team does decide this is what we're going to offer, I think the biggest part of this story is the NFL has decided we need to re- Organize reset. what the reset the market for what everybody's doing right now. But the fact we're still remains if even if they want to reset it, you just gave a dude with a losing record, losing record. And I know people keep talking about Dak and all this other stuff. I don't want to hear another word about Dan, uh, Dak's contract ever again from anybody on the specs line because it doesn't make sense to me because Dak at the time of the market, and this is the same thing with Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones has won 25 games in the NFL, period. And he just got $40 million per year, 160. We don't know the finances. Once we get done with it, we'll, we'll adjust accordingly. But as of right now, you're telling me that Daniel Jones is a $40 million quarterback. I, I just think this is a ridiculous conversation we keep having about the value of the quarterback I, I position agree. as it relates to their annual salary. Guys, Patrick Mahomes 
is you know how many more quarterbacks have that make more money in terms Way of guar- guaranteed money in their contracts than Patrick Mahomes, who's the best quarterback on the planet by far? Way more. Kyler Murray does. Russell Wilson does. Yes. Deshaun Watson, of course. Aaron Rodgers. Josh Allen. If we're gonna go in, you know that. Oh man, if you're the best, you 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 deserve to be paid. Uh, you know, consummate to your talent level, commiserate to your talent level. That's not gonna happen. Like that's just agree. It's not gonna happen. Like it's it's a, it's all about the time. You don't get what you deserve. You get what you can negotiate. Love it. And that's what we are. That's just the world we live in right now. That's 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 trying to make sense of the the Austin housing market. Like just forget about it. It is what it is. Like that no. lot on the east side, it costs one point five million dollars. <laughs> it is what it is. You roll by it and go, there's no damn way. Yes, there's a way. That's what it says. That's all what the it paperwork. is. It is what it is. When you pull up those <laughs> cops, it says <laughs> you can exp- one point five. You can try to make sense of it and explain it away or whatever, but the market is what the market is. <laughs> I love all right. It. And today's price is not yesterday's price. Mm-mm. All right. Nope. And yesterday's price is not today's price or tomorrow's price for the quarterback. That's the reality. Yeah. Can't keep having the same conversation about what well, he doesn't deserve it. Well, of course he doesn't deserve it. Exactly. You don't get what you deserve. You get what you can you negotiate. Get what you negotiate. Yeah. And, and and that, negotiate it really well. But so yeah. bring that here's the weird part about all these teams saying they have not that they're not going to talk about it. Like they're not even looking in the sweepstakes. Lamar Jackson can't talk to any of these teams till Monday. Because by the rules of it, he becomes a free agent able to negotiate. The free agent tampering period begins Monday. Teams can begin signing free agents on Wednesday. So he has to wait till Monday before he can go talk to these teams. So these teams have never talked to Lamar Jackson. So these teams don't know what his actual demands are. Yep. They know what the Ravens have told me their, their, his demands are. They know what the media has said his demands are. But they have not talked to him, and they've already said, yeah, we don't want to deal with him. That's what blows my mind, is you're not going, oh, of course we're going to take a call from Lamar Jackson. If a former MVP at 26 years old, is, a, is on the free agent market, we're going to take the phone call. Now, we don't plan on doing a fully guaranteed deal. We don't believe that that's the right thing to do, but we'll take the phone call. Are you yep. kidding me? Yep. That That's what blows my mind, is that these guys didn't get off the phone with Lamar Jackson, and he goes, I want five years. I want more than Deshaun Watson. I want all guaranteed and more than Deshaun Watson. And they go, yeah, we're not doing that. Yep. So if you, if you have that, I get why some of these teams just go, all right, look, we're balking at that. But the fact that you can tell me beforehand means you talk to the Ravens. Exactly. That's what it means. Because exactly. you didn't talk to Lamar. So that means you said, all right, I talked to these and my sources, and my sources at the Ravens, whoever it was, told me he wants this, he wants this, he's he's a jerk, he doesn't even want to talk to you, he's the worst guy to ever negotiate with. I don't even know why you'd even t- take a phone call from him. I mean, I look, we probably don't even want it, but we'll keep him because we're the good guy Ravens. And that's the message. They're sending out these teams, and that's why we hear it. Now, on the flip of that, if there are interested teams, the reason you have not heard they're interested is because there's a tampering period that they're in. So the, no ta- the tampering allowed period starts on Monday. So any news we're going to hear about where he may go would probably start Monday. Yeah, Yeah, and this is why Lamar Jackson's first, and probably biggest mistake was that's why you hire an agent. You need, hey, hire an when, agent when before that, Monday, Lamar. When well, just because listen, this, just hire David Mulligan. Yes. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know why it's taking his damn long. Like, how did you not get from? Hey, I want a guaranteed contract. Who's last guy to sign a fully guaranteed deal? It was a quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Who's his agent, David Mulligan? I go, all right, give me that guy. That, like that's how that's that's I would that, that to it, me it seems to be an easy. I don't know, to be an easy progression by whoever's making decisions for Lamar Jackson and how they have not gotten there yet is crazy to me. But anyway, I'm not a David. I don't even. 
I mean, they, we don't no, even gotta, work for him. I don't him. even talk to that guy right, that exactly. often. Like, but all I, you do I, is I look at the tea leaves. I went to school, you. school with him in Texas, but I'm not close. I'm like, oh, Robbie must be close. No, I'm not. No. I'm just telling you what makes sense. If I'm, the, <laughs> if I'm the NFL Players Association, I would hire David Mulligetta and be like, bro, I need you to represent Lamar yes. Jackson. We'll pay for it. Yes. Because this is ridiculous. We got to get me. This guy is getting, this is getting ridiculous. And because it also now, messes up every other player. Yeah, exactly. Because you're thinking like, uh, like someone a part of a union. Exactly. And it's like, no, you're hurting the you're over. Hurting. value of every player, not just the quarterback position. Uh, but getting back to something, I saw that Adam Schefter said they've been negotiating now for two years. He revealed that. And they're still not close to the deal. Exactly. So two and again, years, I still understand, not close to the deal. I, but I understand why because mm-hmm. it was a pers- It's personal now. Well, yes, my that's why you need yeah, an agent. Because why, getting yes. back to Patrick's point, yes, the Ravens are out there ta- at the combine and at all the NFL meetings. And they're talking to all the owners, and they're probably agreeing to collude on some level. But you cannot prove that at all. But the problem is, while that propaganda is being spread by the Ravens, there's supposed to be a counter. All right, to that yep. with the agent who is working for Lamar Jackson, who can go to meet with teams. He can do things that Lamar Jackson isn't allowed to do. Right, he's got relationships that Lamar Jackson doesn't have. He didn't cultivate those things for years. That's what right. he does, and you don't have that. So all you're getting is, as Patrick mentioned, one side of the story. There's yep. one side of this story that is starting to be dominated behind the scenes, and that's why the owners you're getting crickets. When a 26-year-old quarterback in his prime, MVP caliber quarterback, is essentially on the open market. Now, here's the thing. This is I found and, and this. And Rod, I'll tell you this. I wouldn't mind crickets. I would mind if they. I'd mind that they say no, that they actually have an answer already instead of saying well, we can't talk about that because he's under contract with another team until Monday. No, I agree. I'm fine with that. And this goes to that point. All right, so Jason Lloyd of the Athletic. This was when Deshaun Watson was being, you know courted and when they found out he signed his five year or at least was going to sign his five year 230 fully 230 million fully guaranteed deal for the Cleveland Browns so uh, per that report when the stunning announcement was made that Watson was headed to Cleveland and contract details emerged one team called and asked I'm assuming David Mulligetta why it wasn't given why they weren't given an opportunity to match the deal because they insisted they would have the answer, Watson wanted to go to Cleveland, reportedly. His only hurdle um, had been moving to a city where he'd never really been before. Mm. But wanted, I, think, I don't know if he wanted to go there. As per Lloyd, they were one of 13 teams to express interest in acquiring Watson, who reviewed those teams. He had a no-trade clause, and then he narrowed those choices down to, remember, Cleveland, Atlanta, New Orleans, Carolina, I believe. He narrowed, and, and, and narrowed those choices down to those teams. And he said... Uh, he at least in the article they said the team that most likely uh, was willing to match the offer was probably the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. Um, given that they traded Carson Wentz to the Washington Commanders this offseason, so uh, that offseason I should say. So th- all you need is one team. You need one team to say, "Man, I'll give you a fully guaranteed deal." Right. That's it. If you get one team to go rogue, Lamar Jackson wins. And based on this report. There were two teams willing to go rogue. Now, the Colts, whatever other team in, in this report from The Athletic that was willing to match the fully guaranteed offer of the Cleveland Browns, they were probably motivated by the offer, the fully guaranteed offer from the Cleveland Browns. So I don't know if they would be encouraged, compelled to do so, incentivized to do so now. 
But that, that was two teams willing to give the fully guaranteed deal. Then hey, I, 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 something tells me there's one team willing I, to look, do it, and, and they're and the if we same talk teams ab- that are needing a quarterback. And if we're talking Still, about the Colts, if we're talking about the Colts again, and the Colts say, "Hey, we're <laughs> trying to trap to that number one," the Bears won our number four and two more first and other picks to move up to to move up three spots. Well, if I have to give up two to get a quarterback anyway, I might as well give two. I know that closes my window of a rookie on a quarterback scale, but I'm also getting a guy that I know is a proven quarterback and is an MVP quarterback, has won a lot of games in the NFL. I don't have to necessarily get a guy who may be transcendent or he may be out of the league in three years. It's such an outlier, though. That's the whole thing that drives me nuts when people start talking about this rookie deal in a quarterback. You have to catch lightning in a bottle. That's the bottom line of this whole thing. Everybody thinks it's so easy. Oh, we could go get us a quarterback because we're going to have him on a rookie contract. It's not that easy. The reason why Seattle did it was because they had the Legion of Boom with Russell Wilson. Because we saw what happened when Russell Wilson had to cook. He wasn't the same quarterback. You have to find the right situation. Everybody keeps talking about this Jalen Hurts deal. They found lightning in a bottle. Let's see where they are next year. And people are going to be like, well, that, that, that didn't work out. They spent all that money on that draft capital. I don't think that happens. I think they're still going to be a very competitive football team. And it's the same with the 49ers. They got lucky all the way around with everything that happened. They had an experienced defense. It has never been those guys to lead their team to the playoffs and win the Super Bowl under the rookie contract. It is so rare, but everybody wants to throw that at us. Oh, that rookie deal, that rookie deal. It's rare. It's not rare. I wouldn't say it's rare. I, I would say that, you know, it is an it is a major advantage, arguably one of the biggest advantages out there. Now, I'm not saying it guarantees your Super Bowl, but it's definitely a huge advantage. There's no question about you it. You can spend money in other places on the defensive side yeah. to make sure that you can do that, mm-hmm. but you have to have other things in place yes, prior to that. Yes, you can't because just, be, just yes. like yes. right now, totally agree. whoever gets C.J. Yeah. Stroud or Bryce, uh, Bryce Young is not going to the Super Bowl next year. Let's be honest about it. No. That's why they're drafting this high. So you have to be able hmm. to put the pieces around them throughout this time yeah. to make sure that it works because of the rookie contract. There are more than one ways to skin a cat, fish. Uh, that's yeah, it, I like that. It, well, that's fish. what it's supposed to be about. I don't yeah. want to sound uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. I know in, what you're insensitive. Yeah. So yeah, no, I totally agree with you. And now you're starting to see teams because teams are now sort of thinking outside the box. They're starting to explore more ways to try to win Super Bowls with different uh, models at the quarterback position, whether it be a Matt Stafford, whether it be a Tom Brady, mm-hmm. right? Be via, via trade, via free agency. Let's explore other avenues. And like you're saying, this is another one. Yep. It's not, you, you get Lamar Jackson, that's, that's a way you can explore an avenue of winning the Super Bowl just like the Rams did, mm-hmm. just like the Bucks just did. Exactly. There's there other ways. To, and by the way, I still agree, yes, it's a great way to build a franchise from the ground up to use that rookie contract discount, but it's not the only damn way to win a Super Bowl. Come on, people. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And, and for, and for the, two, the, the two draft pick price of why people would be upset are standoffish. The Rams gave up mm. over two first for Matt Stafford. Uh, the, the Broncos just gave up over two first for Russell Wilson. Very true. If the Jets trade for Aaron Rodgers, they're giving up over two first. Mm-hmm. And that's for a guy who's maybe going to play two more years. Maybe. 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 Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, all of that, 
I, I get it seems like a lot, but F them picks. Right. No, no, the, the picks, actually, the draft capital doesn't bother me at all, and it shouldn't bother anybody. What should That's the NBA-ification of the NFL. What is going to bother teams or is, is the fully yeah. guaranteed deal. But I'm, I think, Patrick, you made a great point yesterday. He's young. He's just 26. He's 26 If you give him years four old, years man. of a fully guaranteed deal— Man, I can I can find my I can find a way to work through that. Yeah, we can recover and, and from that. If it and that's work. where I think it too is he probably wants five, and so that's where my negotiating point would be is go full. I'll give you fully guaranteed for four years. I'll give you four. We get an option here. We'll get an okay. option here. We'll get an option here. But like, option I'll give you fully guaranteed for four. Yeah. five I get, and that's what Deshaun Watson got was five. No, we get four. And we go well. Deshaun barely even played on one of them. <laughs> yeah, give him four years. Give him fully guaranteed. What did uh, Kyler Murray get? One hundred eighty-nine million guaranteed. One hundred eighty-nine. Yeah. So guaranteed. give him give him one hundred ninety million fully guaranteed four years deal. Russ yeah. got one sixty-one yeah. guaranteed, and Aaron Rodgers <laughs> just, got one fifty. I mean, you're like, looking. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're yeah, probably yeah, looking yeah. at what two hundred million, five, a four-year, fifty you, million dollars a year. Forty-five. So yeah, you'll be at fifty million. Yeah, so you'll be at fifty million anyway because forty-five is a tag. That's the going rate now. So fifty million over four. So four years, two hundred million dollars with an option year. That was. Exactly, 190 to 200 million, four years yeah. guaranteed. You're done. Yep. And yes, the Texans need to consider it. They, sh- I'm not saying they should do it. We talked about it yesterday, Patrick. They should have the conversation. They should. I've- if they're a healthy organization, they're having the conversation about yes, it right and now. And hey, you know what? They haven't said no yet. So round of applause, Texans. You're not one of those co- those organizations that has already said no to an idea before you've listened to what the other side of it. Exactly. Yeah, and that is what everybody should be doing anyway. No one should ever say no. We're not looking at him unless you've already agreed. Exactly. Collusion. All right, what you got coming up on on Harsh Not Glad? We got Anthony Williams talking about a camp that he has going on this weekend, and if you sign up. There's a discount code for you. All about the flex, baby. Ah, yeah, we got that. That'll be exciting. Coming up next, we got a Coach Williams coming up right here on Ball Don't Lie on One Four Nine The Horn. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, the main event of the evening for your entertainment and pleasure. Mike, you have to be so combative. Now, I probably wouldn't say this in front of white folks. But in front of your own speak, my man. He has emotional anger issue problem. Hey, are you Dirty Mike and the boys? I'm Mike Lowry. Michael! Oh, that's funny. Michael! Welcome back to the midweek movie edition of Ball Don't Lie. The midweek movie is New Jack City. That's right. We're going to talk to our man in just a second. I guarantee you he spent some time watching some (laughs) New Jack City. It's your boy Harbaugh Hard. You can follow me at Harbaugh Hard. You can follow my man Rob Babers at Rob Babers. And you can follow the man behind the glass at It's Patrick Davis. We love it when you're a part of the show and you've been hitting us up all day on the Specs text line 512-337-3776. And joining us right now on the Vaqueros Cafe and Hot Cantina Hotline is a man that is family to me. We've known each other for since the day he probably moved into the state of Texas, and we've been around each other a lot. He does a lot for the community. He's part of FBU, and he's got uh, at Connect 
the U.S. What I'm gonna let you say it, Anthony, because I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> he's the co-founder of it, and he's also part of FBU, and he's got a big camp that's going on right now. It's Anthony Williams. You can follow him at a Williams USA on Twitter. What's up, Ant? What's up, Mike? What's up, Rob? How you guys doing? Doing great. We're doing great. Always good to talk to you. Now, before we get into this conversation, you down with uh, New Jack City, aren't you? <laughs> Oh come on now, uh, yeah, uh, Nino and uh, the world. G, is that's right, G Money, <laughs> G Money, baby, G Money out there. I love it. I love it. I love yeah, it. Because it. nice. uh, Wesley Snipes was watching a uh, major league last night. Me and Bauer up late, and he came on. I, I can't not watch it. And Wesley Snipes was playing obviously William Mays Hayes. So yeah, that, that's a great reference. No, no doubt, no doubt. Like He's so funny too. I, I love it. I love it. So, Anthony, you got a big camp that's going on this weekend over at Westwood High School. You also have one, I think, on Saturday that is in San Antonio. So we get listeners from San Antonio as well. So let everybody know what's going on this weekend. Yeah, so uh, I want to thank you guys and uh, and Derek and the Flex ATX uh, group for uh, you know making me part of the team. But uh, they are aligned with me and trying to bring – more attention to the recruiting in this area, in the 512 and in Central Texas. And so as part of that, um, one of the organizations that I am involved with uh, as a director of football and player development, uh, Football University, we, we go around to 40 different cities uh, across the country, and we do a, these one- or two-day camps, uh, not a combine, not a showcase. Like, you're going to come in and learn how, learn from NFL guys, former guys like, like Rod Babers at, at, the, at the National Combine, you're going to, we're going to break down your position-specific technique and how you can get better at it, uh, being coached by ex-NFL guys, Super Bowl champions like Henry Ellard and, and Everson Walls. Uh, we're going to do that. We're going to have classroom sessions. We're going to have film breakdown. Uh, we're going to go like a typical NFL practice or football practice. We'll start with chalk uh, on the whiteboard, get out in the field, do some individual drills. We'll get into some group uh, activity. Then we, then we grow into either one-on-ones, O-line, D-line, and the skill positions, and then seven-on-seven, and then seven-on-seven seven with pass rush. So these quarterbacks know you just can't sit back in seven-on-seven seven and pack the ball eight times in a throw without somebody coming to get you. So it's really – I've mirrored the camp curriculum after an NFL minicamp. So these kids understand you have to practice with urgency. you got to know how to play hard without hurting your teammate, and you're going to be gathering a lot of uh, information that will increase their football IQ, which is sorely missing in today's uh, uh, youth in high school game. And it's a great question, Anthony, uh, about uh, the football IQ thing. Is it your experience? Because you worked with so many young people with the showcases, but also the football camps. I'm glad you actually uh, got into the difference between the showcase and between uh, the actual camps. Are you recognizing that the players are watching less football or more football on their own in terms of either film study, but even just watching the game? Uh, like I've met some young players who don't actually watch enough football games and then even taking those mental reps watching it as a fan. What's your experience? More more film, more football they're watching, or less? I would say less. I think you have a yeah. lot of kids now that rely upon ESPN for the highlights of the game, seeing the OBJ catch and trying to emulate that as a 12- or 13-year-old instead of trying mm-hmm. to just run a great route and catch a ball as a receiver, for example. Uh, you know, it, I think a lot of it is also gaming, I think, because they play yeah. Madden or some of these other gaming systems that they, they understand it. And, and yes and no, but there's nothing better. And I tell you bring that up, right? I, well, I tell all the players, when you watch a game, watch the first time as a fan. You know, you're with your family, you guys are having ribs, the Super Bowl, whatever. Record it. After everybody's gone to bed, go back and watch again and say, now, yep. why was Kansas City in that coverage in that situation? Nice. And if you can't answer that question, then you're behind. Hmm. Because when you get to the, the higher you know this, as the higher you go through high school varsity 
into college and potentially pro, it isn't about physicality. It ain't about strength, speed, size, and strength because everybody's got that. The difference is your IQ and your knowledge of the game and how it's played uh, within your game. And, and that's the thing I always share with players. I'll be sharing it with them again this weekend because they have to be able to increase. If, you rely, if you're a one-trick pony and you rely on your speed and rely on your size, I'm a 6'7", 300-pound left tackle that can move my feet. Well, guess what? Eventually, when you play Georgia or Clemson or Alabama, there's going to be another 6'7 guy or a 6'4 guy across from you who's also got strength, a strength, size, and speed. What are you going to do then? You've got to study like that guy's moves. What are, he's got three moves. What is he going to do? Which one is he going to do now? And that's something I taught Aaron when Aaron was coming up through. We stayed in this playbook, and I, mm. I had him basically make a, a video library and a notebook on every receiver he was going to face in his wow. career. And have his own notes so he'd know, okay, I'm facing Calvin Johnson. This is what he does. Hmm. Hey, I'm facing, uh, you know, uh, you know, whoever, Andy Johnson, whoever. I mean, th- those things are important for these players to understand because that, they think, oh, I run a 4-3, I run a 4-4, which they don't, but I'll get into that later on. Watch the combine. <laughs> but they think that's my one thing. Well, guess what? The higher you get, everybody is fast. Yep. Everybody is strong and everybody is quick. Hmm. What's your next go-to? If you have one, you will not be playing this game very long. So that's something we're trying to teach in the camps, uh, teaching these kids about playing within the game, understanding, you know, knowing, hey, the, the ball on the right hash on third and 12, in this situation, the scout report says this, my film study says this, and having those things, well, as you know, and Mike, you know this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm getting an Amber alert. <laughs> hey, hey, find sorry. out. Let me but see if more, I get one, the too. The you know about that, okay. No, go ahead. You good. The more you know about that, Mike and Rod, that'll help you play. It'll, it'll make you look like you're playing faster, even though you haven't gotten faster. No question. Like you watch play, you hear some NFL guys, by, based on the formation and, and the down and distance and the hash mark, my film study shows when they came out on tight end, strong line, three by one, I know they're going to do either this or that. That's half the battle before the ball is even snapped. Yep. That's what we're trying to teach these, these young kids now about how to understand that if, if you're learning, if, if every play is a new experience for you, you're not going to be playing this game very long. you got to know when they break the huddle, like, okay, they're doing this. They're either going to slant or they're yep. going to run a bubble screen, and I'm going to jump all over it. Amen, brother. Yeah, that's that. That's the great part about it, and I'm glad it. I'm glad Rod asked you that question because of the fact that's the conversation that needs to be had more so than – why is nobody looking at me? How do I get myself yeah. recruited? What What is going on? I, I, I did this, this, and this, but I'm not doing extra. And that's the one part that I think a lot of kids continue to miss the boat. Yes, you have great numbers. And to your point, you may run fast, but what's your technique like? What have you done to make yourself better? What, what can you bring to a team where the coach knows that he's going to trust you every single play? Because I think that's another part – of the success that a lot of people are missing too. It's a lot to to ask of a young man, but it's also easy because if you anticipate and you learn your technique, you're going to get a better shot to be able to get out there and play as well. So that's good information. But tell everybody where to go right now to sign up and what's going on at these camps. Yeah, so you can go to footballuniversity.org and register. We've got, like you mentioned, we have the two camps weekend. So Saturday we'll be in San Antonio for a one-day camp. It's going to be held at Cornerstone Christian High School. Uh, one of our coaches, our, one of the best O-line coaches in the country, Tony Marciano, uh, coaches there. He coached the league at high school, college, and pro level. And then Sunday we'll be at Westwood High School for another one-day camp. Uh, Coach Anthony Wood, a good friend of mine, he wants to host the, the camp. We've been there before. And so uh, you can you can register at footballuniversity.org. You can contact me, and I'll take care of you. And because I'm now a extended member of the Flex ATX family, I can kind of set up this promotion. There's two promotions going on. 
if you register and use the Flex ATX as a discount code, you'll get $25 off the camp uh, uh, fee. But also, because my job in trying to balance, make sure we have a good camp, you have to have a good, a good number of uh, a good balance of numbers. We all know that the, every camp, Rhinos is also from the Combine, there's 1,000 quarterbacks and, and, and 2,000 receivers, and then there's 8 DBs. So right now, I'm, I'm yep. looking for, mm-hmm. within Flex ATX community, if, I, I need about four high school linebackers, and I need four uh, middle school DBs, youth DBs who want to come out and get some work. I can, yeah. I can comp them in the camp. We need it for balance. So if you know anybody, anybody listening right now on the show, uh, if your kid is a uh, class of uh, uh, 24, 25, 26, 27, uh, and a linebacker, love to have them. If, you're, if you have a son or know somebody that's a class of 27, 8, or 9, which is 7th, 8th, and ninth grade, and they're a DB and they want to work with Everson Walls, who I got to meet oh. as an Ask Combine, two-time Super Bowl champion, 16 years in the league. Should be a Hall uh, of Famer. He'll be there coaching the guys up. So uh, that, that's what we're looking for. Yeah, no doubt oh, about man, it. I love that's a challenge laid down right there, man. <laughs> I heard that. And I was a young, so I was like, oh yeah, I'm there, no doubt. Uh, man, we appreciate you, Anthony, as always, and uh, uh, keep uh, keep the good uh, the good stuff alive, man. Keep on uh, keep with the great work for sure. Hey man, I can't I can't thank you guys enough for helping me, and, and along with Derek and the Flexitius guy, really helped me get the word out there. This is a hotbed of talent. Yes, we're not Dallas. Yes, we're not Houston, but we're close. And so I'm really trying to connect college coaches to come here, not just to cherry pick the receiver, you know, Brendan James at Sony Point or uh, Jaden Greathouse. There's a lot of good talent here, so we need to bring more visibility. But we also need the help of parents and players when we have events like this in your backyard. You don't have to drive three hours to Dallas yep. or two and a half hours to Houston. You're getting visibility right here at Westwood High School off of 183. There's no reason not to be there. So I'm trying to get that message out, and I appreciate you guys giving me the platform to do that because my job is to allow these kids to use football to enable them to get the best education they can, whether it's at full scholarship or partial scholarship, and not only set them up for the first four years of college, but set them up for the 40 years after in life after college. That's, there it that's is my, right that's there. That's my mantra. That's my ministry. I love it. I love it, man. Ministry. <laughs> I love it. He's going he gonna to give us a word. He's going to give us his word today. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Anthony, as always, man, blessings to you, your family, and continued success, and always – you're always looking out for the kids, and that's the most important part because that is our future. Thanks again, my brother. That's it, man. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Appreciate right. it. Thanks, Anthony. You the man. Um, footballuniversity.org. Yep. That's where you can go find out more information. 25% off if you use the promo code the or uh, FlexATX. FlexATX. Yep. You use that code. You get your kid into the camp. You get 25% off. Make sure you do so. All right, footballuniversity.org if you need to find out some more details about both of those uh, camps um, that he's got coming up. And he's no got doubt. a great coaching staff with him, too, man. I mean, these guys are fast. I worked with a couple of these guys. I was going to say they need to put Rob B. back on uh, there, man. But no, man, they're doing just fine. I mean, they got some uh, legit names in there. <laughs> Everson Wall should be a Hall of Famer. He's not, um, but he probably should be. Somebody needs to be making a case for that guy. All right, uh, so thanks to Anthony Williams for coming on um, during Hard Knock Life. Uh, we come back. We'll get into the off the record on the other side. It is International Women's Day. Got a shout out to the ladies, and we're going to tell a story about a female athlete that is frankly unbelievable. All that more right here on Ball Don't Lie, wonderful down the home. DD Mega Doo Doo. I'm sorry, Mangudu. Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out Delhi Cat Essen. Well, well, I don't get a brain bag comb. Well, congratulations. Continue good sex in, the, sex in the Big East. Thank you, Jimmy. And boom goes the dynamite. It's time for another edition of 
off the record. Do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. And thing sucks. All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie, right here on 104.9 The Horn. Um, this story, I think, is fitting on International Women's Day. So shout out to all the ladies out there. All right, girl power, lady power, uh, whatever you want to call it. We love the ladies out there. And this is a story about McKenna Myler. Have you heard the name before? She's actually a, I don't know if she's a record holder, but she did something that I don't think people have ever seen before. Uh, McKenna Myler went viral back in 2020 when she ran a mile in under six minutes, which is in itself an extraordinary feat. Amazing. She did it while pregnant. Huh? Yeah. What? She ran a mile under six minutes while pregnant with her first child. And when she was nine months pregnant with her second child, most recently, she just decided to do it again. Mm. But she did it faster than the first time. In February, the 30-year-old professional runner once again ran a race while heavily pregnant, completing her mile-long run in 5 minutes, 17 seconds. She shaved 8 seconds off her 525 mile she ran in 2020 during her first pregnancy. Wow. This woman is running miles and under. Hell, she's closer to five-minute miles than she is to the six-minute miles. Mm. Five minutes and 17 seconds? Yeah. While nine months pregnant? That's crazy. Did somebody try to get her arrested she's an for X-Man. being able to do that? You know, most people, I, they're sure always looking at you. I'm sure somebody probably did. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, there. I guess there may have been some blowback. It doesn't say in this article there's any blowback, but I'm sure there is. Mm. Oh, yeah. It says, uh, it says here, it said most people cheered her on and she had words of encouragement. Others questioned the safety of yep. running that faster in mm-hmm. pregnancy. It's important to point out that American College of uh, OBGYNs, uh, basically, uh, and uh, they says it encourages women with uncomplicated pregnancies to engage in aerobic and strength conditioning exercises before, during, and after pregnancy. No doubt. Um, says vigorous, uh, vigorous intensity exercise completed into the third trimester appears to be safe for most pregnancies. So wow. I'm sure there are some people that had upset. That was upset. But I, I'm just amazed by it. I can't believe it. How? When did Serena? How far along was she when she played? I forget. In the tennis tournament when yeah. she was pregnant, she did play pregnant. She did right? play pregnant. I don't know. I wonder how far along. But she I don't was. think. It, I don't think she, she was that nine late. months. Yeah. Well, that's the danger part. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why most people would have been at her because you're done. You're not. Supposed, some people can't even fly, Rod. Dude, they're she not was allowing flying. you she to fly. fly. She's flying around that damn track. She was flying. <laughs> flying around that damn track is what she was doing. No doubt. Everybody's different, right? Everybody's yeah. body is different. Everybody, the biology is different for everyone. Mm-hmm. That shit, that that is freakish, man. That is, it's hard enough to run a, a mile under six minutes. Period. Just as an athlete, At, when you're healthy, when you're healthy <laughs> and in great shape, yeah. and this woman ran it other like I said, near, damn near five minutes, five seventeen. Yeah, that is amazing. What? Not much pregnant? That is amazing. Dude, I'm sorry, man. Like that is freaker than some of the stuff we saw at the combine. Like that is that is right up there with what is his name, Nolan Smith. Yeah, that's right up there with his combine. We got to he me. He was freakish. That's free, that <laughs> that may be more freakish than the, than the Nolan Smith thing. That is yeah. unbelievable. That is wild. I don't even know what my best mile time was. I think now I can, I probably can run a mile under eight minutes. No, I, I know I know I can. Maybe I can run it under seven. Maybe I can be right at seven. You pushing seven. yourself then, right? But I would be boy. This woman would smoke me. No, no, I'm impressed she would smoke me. 
She smoked all of y'all. Everybody listening to her, she would smoke all of y'all nine months pregnant. Yeah. That is definitely a problem. Some say it's amazing, but still questionable. No, it is. I agree. We all, quit, but like I said, her body. She's obviously an X man. I mean, X woman. What are you? Call it? She's she she is a superhuman. There, there are superhumans that exist. We talked about them all week long about the NFL Combine. This woman is one of them. No, no doubt about it. Serena Serena Williams is one of them. Like you can play a sport pregnant at a very high level. At a high, that's yeah. a high level. That is the highest level. Man, I need to study this woman. Yeah, take some DNA from her and make sure we study that later on. That's why she them kids is gonna be outstanding athletes. Too. I would have, yeah, I would. The dad's an athlete. No, nah, he's probably like, girl, what you doing? <laughs> what What is really going he's on? He's an here? athlete. They got a good chance at the kid at least having some, gonna have a some shot skill, at getting a scholarship yeah. somewhere. He's going to get a shot at it. He or she will get a scholarship somewhere. There you go. So uh, happy International Women's Day, uh, in case you were doubting that a mm. woman can do anything a man can do. Hello. Yeah, well, that's uh, the man can't even do that. Can no, you? not at all. <laughs> not training for it either. Not going to do, do that. that. You can't do that. Can't right? do Biologically, it. it might be a little tough, tough for you. All right, well, come back we'll get into uh texas spring football news notes and nuggets audio from steve sarkeesian and birthday wishes for steve sarkeesian and coach uh, steven all uh. that more right here on ball don't lie wonderful nine horn